When you go through the fulfillment factor exercise, the things that you actually love doing the most float to the top. Then you can assess, okay, if that's my zone of genius, can I do that in any career I'm in, whether I'm working for someone else or decide to go out on my own? This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Hey there, Achievers. Welcome to another episode of your Badass Journey podcast. How amazing have the conversations been with my guests? It is such an honor to be able to sit and really share each journey with you. But I know you're on your own journey as well. And what I love about these one-on-one conversations we've been having where I share a tip tool method from the Achiever Arena is that you send me direct messages, questions, etc. on how best I can serve you. So one of the questions that came up recently that I want to talk about today is how to figure out the role or the career life that you are meant to be in. Now, the question came from somebody who is in that transition from working full time as an executive in a firm that is starting to feel a little bit of that burnout that can happen when you've maximized all that's possible in that particular company. And when you look around, there really isn't much else that you feel you could grow into as part of that arena. And it's not necessarily a bad situation. You know, the person is getting an amazing salary. They're getting, you know, they have amazing relationships. They actually like their product line and services that the company offer. They've had amazing growth, but then they start to question, is this enough? Is this me? Is this what I'm meant to be doing? Should I be doing more? If I had my own business, would I have clarity on the type of products and services I want to put out in the world? Would I have more time freedom? All the questions, right? And obviously, we can, we can dive into more of those questions in future episodes. But today, what I want to focus on, because I feel like it's the first step to identifying the what next, is to understand truly what your zone of genius is. And you've heard me ask the question on other episodes and interviews of other people uh, for them to share theirs in order to stay in your lane of, um, or in your zone with all that you do. And be assured that the money will follow. So what do I mean by that? Well, a lot of the times when we are hitting a wall or a, you know the glass ceiling, as they call it, and opportunities that others provide us. So you know my glass ceiling story from a very young age where I learned the lesson of not allowing other people's limitations be my own. There are also limitations that are created in a business system that you're a part of as well, because generally you are hired by other people to fulfill a job that they have for you. You might get to design how you actually do that job uh, if you are someone that likes to 
design and lead in that way. But when you have mastered it, which I did time and time again in the jobs that I had with other firms, and I would give it my all and give it my best and do what I needed to do to feel satisfied with the work I was doing and continue to learn and grow within that role. Whenever I had accomplished what was set in front of me, I always asked, well, what's next? Where do I go from here? How do I make sure that I'm continuously growing in what I do, but also have the impact I want to have? And I realized that my zone of genius is in that ability to strategize and find solutions against multiple challenges. And it allows me also to be very versatile in where I spend my time, who I spend my time with. And I knew for sure, one of the things I was completely certain about is that I would be able to do this anywhere and it would light me up. And that is what I actually leaned into when I started to build my consulting business, because I realized for me, I like going in and out of different projects. I like building teams, allowing them to maintain in their own engine of work that they have to put out into the world, and then also be able to move on. I like perpetual variety. And that in my zone of genius, in order to live in that space, was building up my own practice and be able to go into the massive clients that I've been able to service over the years of all sizes. Because I know that I can lean into my skill set, stay in my zone, find success. And then the money shows up exponentially when I apply that every single day because that's my zone. I also know how to leverage and build up the people I need to support me so that I can achieve that every single day. So how do you figure this out for yourself? How do you figure out what your zone of genius is? Well, a lot of it is a bit of soul searching. It's a bit of self-evaluation. It's a bit of exploration around what brings you the highest level of fulfillment generally is part of your zone of genius. So if you haven't done the fulfillment factor exercise that I um, have shared in, I believe, both my books, I know it's definitely in the Be a Badass, Six Tools to Up-Level Your Life book. And I believe I added it and tweaked it a little bit for the leaders um, in Lead with Value. But regardless, it is available for you to grab and make sure that you apply it. Because when you go through the fulfillment factor exercise, the things that you actually love doing the most float to the top. Then you can assess, okay, if that's my zone of genius, can I do that in any career I'm in, whether I'm working for someone else or decide to go out on my own to then determine, is this now the time for you to transition into running your own thing or determine in your career path within your firm, how to articulate sustaining your time commitment to your career in that zone of genius development. But now you have a path. So in thinking about transition and what to do next and what now and where to go, I encourage you first 
to dig into what is your zone of genius. Get crystal clear on that and then go maximize it. It almost helps you remove the noise, the distraction, the activities that are outside your zone of genius and gives you permission to delegate, find someone else to do it, hire someone else to do it, give them the job in their zone of genius. You now have a gap analysis to say, who do you need to go hire <laughs> to do the things that is you're, you've done? Yeah, you could do it, but you're not. A, it's not your zone. So that you can stay in action towards what really fills you up. And then it will actually give you the direction of where to take it. So I hope you found this tip helpful this week. And, and I can't wait to hear all about your zones. If you are willing, I would love for you to snap a picture of this podcast, whatever you know platform you're listening on, and tag me in it, post it on Instagram, tag me in it, and put a comment on it of what your zone of genius is. Because if I know what your zone of genius is, I guarantee I have someone to connect you with that needs you that is looking for your genius in order for them to shine in theirs. And that's literally how you create a value exchange by being super clear on what yours is and the zone of genius you're looking to partner with or learn from. So again, thanks for joining me today. I love our chats. Feel free to send me your questions. I'm here to answer them and we will continue our journey together. I love walking alongside you. Have an amazing day. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.